I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you today, as always. And uh, we're just waiting. We're uh, hoping to be joined here in just a moment by uh, Scott Kelly, retired astronaut. And uh, while we're waiting to get him uh, live on the line, uh, let me give you a little insight into terms of uh, as to what he's doing with the state of Utah. The uh, Natural History Museum of Utah is hosting a free live Q&A with astronaut Scott Kelly on Research Quest Live, uh, and it will be this Friday. So this Friday, April 24th, 9.30 a.m., and Kelly will give uh, students his expert advice on how they can still achieve their goals while schools are closed. Uh, he'll also uh, talk about uh, spatial distancing, not just social distancing. Uh, as a guy who spent time way out in space, he probably knows a little thing about that. He also knows some things about what it means to be isolated <laughs> just a little bit. So he'll provide some of that uh, live as well. I love this. To me, this is a uh, great part of making sure that uh, we don't let the education process get in the way of the learning process. So again, the Natural History Museum of Utah Live Q&A this Friday, April 24th at 9.30 a.m. with astronaut Scott Kelly. And uh, will be just a, a great event and a great opportunity for kids to engage in, this, in some pretty cool learning as it relates to the uh, space program. Uh, Mr. Kelly became a NASA astronaut in 1996. Uh, he is a veteran of four different space flights. He piloted the Space Shuttle Discovery to the Hubble Space Telescope in 1999. Also commanded the Space Shuttle Endeavor on missions to the International Space Station. And then, of course, he was part of the Year in Space, where a 159-day mission, which was just incredible, 340-day mission uh, later on in 2015. And uh, that Year in Space led to a host of different breakthroughs and and uh, innovations uh, as part of that. He also was a part of several spacewalks as well. He's a he's a twin, and uh, so that was also part of many of the studies that took place uh, while he was out there. Was uh, what was happening with his identical twin brother here uh, on planet Earth while he was up in space. And we've been joking all morning that you know I I think I'm a pretty high-end flyer. Uh, I've flown over 2 million miles, uh, and it's nothing compared to what he has done. He has logged 200 million miles, 
200 million miles. That's more than twice the distance to the sun. That's a long way. He's also uh, orbited the Earth 8,300 times. And uh, we're really pleased to be uh, joined now. We've been uh, talking about Scott Kelly and his uh, travel in space. Sir, thanks for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure. Sorry I was late. <laughs> no problem. We, uh, th- it, we we understand live radio, and we understand real life. And uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a technical glitch in mission control. Uh, there we go. There we go. You, you always, it's always nice to have that to fall back on. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, I, I was uh, I was lamenting. Uh, you know, I used to just complain that I was uh, spent most of my life traveling and and you know had racked up well over two million miles uh, on the airlines. And then I look at your bio, two hundred million miles. Uh, I, I'm not sure what kind of status that gives you uh, in terms of travel. You know, it didn't give me much. <laughs> Having said that, so I I do. Now that you mention it, I, I was doing a, a public speaking event. Um, to a bunch of airline executives, a, a huge group of people years ago. And I did mention all my miles that I never got any credit for. Uh, and, and by the time I got to the airport, I was uh, global services on United Airlines. Yeah, there, nice <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, obviously, you've, uh, you've, you've gleaned some, some fascinating lessons uh, from your time in space. And uh, some of those, I think, are very applicable to us right now in the middle of this pandemic. Uh, I, I think we're at a moment right now where a lot of people are, they're kind of exhausted. It's like, okay, we, we made this initial push through, and now they're realizing we've got a long way to go. Uh, you were in space uh, for 340 days. Uh, what did you do? What helped you really get the perspective of being in it for the long haul? Well, I, uh, you know, four years prior to my nearly year-long flight, I, I flew a mission to the space station that was 159 days, and I realized when I got to the end of that, or the last third of it, I was pretty fatigued and kind of worn out and felt like the world, the uh, the walls were closing in on me a little bit. Yeah. So then a few years later, I had the opportunity to do a year-long mission, and at first it didn't really interest me, but, you know, later I thought, you know, I wanted to fly in space again, and you know, I wanted it to be more challenging, and what would be more challenging than something that was more than twice as long? Yeah. Understanding that I, I had a little bit of an issue at the end of a, a flight that wasn't even six months. So I put a lot of thought into uh, what I could do to get through that year with as much you know energy and enthusiasm at the end that I had at the beginning. And I think you know part of it is comes down to uh, you know, for me, understanding that my mission was to spend a lot of time in space. That was my job. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do a good job. And when I got done with it, I wanted to be able to look back on the experience and said, you know, I did everything or at least most uh, things right. And I think our situation here is very similar. You know, this is a responsibility we all have to take this guidance as seriously as possible. I understand, you know, everyone's situation is different. Uh, You know, people's priorities are different. But I think looking at this um, pandemic as a, you know, a battle that we're all waging, this is all our mission, is, you know, important to having a mindset that will help us get to the end of this, Um, you know, with our with our sanity intact. (laughs) Um, Having said that, I I had some specific things I, I did. You know, I did not count the days. I 
had a schedule. I held to it. Mm. I got a lot of exercise. Um, I didn't get outside because, you know, it's space, uh, at least not um, outside the way we would normally think. But I think it's important for people to get sunlight. You know, lack of exercise, lack of sunlight affects your immune system. We know that from uh, space flight. Uh, astronauts yeah. in space experience the same thing. So, you know, those kind of things, staying connected with people, having a hobby, uh, you know, knowing who you're in quarantine with and what their what their skills are. You know, that's your team. Mm. That's your crew uh, yeah. trying to help out, elevate each other, those kind of things. Uh, those are all uh, incredibly helpful. I want to drill down just a little bit. Uh, when you talked about not counting, uh, I, I always tell people that, uh, you know, in, in regular life or in a job, you know, don't count down. Don't count down the days. Uh, count up. Count up the difference that you made. Count up the, the project that you get done. Uh, tell me a little bit more about just avoiding the counting the days as part of your mission. So I consciously tried to not count down the days. I sort of counted up a little bit in that I... Um, you know, looked at things that were coming up in the future on my schedule, major milestones, like doing a spacewalk and, yeah. you know, beating somebody else's record for days in space. But I did, I did count up a little bit. And, um, I think that's okay in that environment mm-hmm. because I did know that I was going to be there approximately a year and, uh, you know, someday this was going to be over, but it was so far in the future, like, you know, I couldn't really see the end from the beginning. Right. Um, that I was kind of cautious of that. Now, my Russian friend and, and colleague Cosmonaut, who I was on the space station for a year with, he um, he started counting down the days at day one hundred left, and it, it kind of <laughs> drove me crazy. <laughs> I bet. Now, I would say in this situation, I wouldn't count up because when you're counting up on something that is has kind of no defined endpoint, mm-hmm. you might. I, I think it might just get to you. I think if you ask me how many weeks I've been in quarantine, I couldn't tell you because I don't think about it that way. Mm. I think about what do I have to do today? And then I think about what I'm going to do on the weekend. That's different than my weekdays. Yeah. What I'm looking forward to is Friday night, Saturday and Sunday. I am not looking forward to when this is going to be over. I don't think about it because that is not beneficial, yeah. I don't think. Uh, that's Again, great. though, you know, everyone's situation is different. I get that. But I do think there are things, you know, having these kind of ideas that might be helpful to people. Yeah, no question at all. If you're just joining us, we have astronaut Scott Kelly on the line with us. Uh, he will be joining the Natural History Museum of Utah on Friday, 9.30 a.m. for a live Q&A, uh, which will be fantastic. Uh, Scott, we've got just a, a couple minutes left and uh, wanted to uh, we're going to hit this in a podcast with you coming up here a little later today. Uh, but I want you to just give us a, a 30 second on uh, you did a whole book called Infinite Wonder uh, and just that word wonder is one I think we lose so often in our world. And I think it's one that can help us, especially during this pandemic. Well, that, that is one of my, my books I, I published, um, was a, a New York times bestseller. It's a picture book. However, it does have some words, but it's really a, a book of photographs. My, um, memoir that is called endurance, a year in space, a lifetime of discovery. I think it's much more applicable to this situation because there are 
lessons learned in there about living in space for a year and other things I think throughout my life, uh, you know, that I think would be helpful in this situation. Also, a New York Times bestseller, Endurance was. So, you know, encourage people if they want, go out and read them. Um, I think, uh, you know, they, they were pretty well received, yeah. but, uh, yeah, the infinite wonder book is more of a picture book. I don't know. Maybe that's more your speed. <laughs> well, it, uh, fewer words is good for me, but <laughs> this whole idea. Of I don't know wonder. what kind of, I didn't know what kind of show this, was, maybe you're a morning <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. Astronaut Scott Kelly, thanks so much for joining us today on Inside Sources. Appreciate your insight from your time in space. And that's going to wrap it up for us today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And great to be with you on KSL. As always, as you go out into the world today, make sure that you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference.